right, what's going on, champs? How you guys doing today? Welcome to Flannels and Finances, the home of financial literacy in a good old time. I'm Vincent Sanchez, and with me is Oscar Messenger. Oscar, I'm extremely excited about getting this started. This is our first episode, obviously, and uh, I'm, I'm very excited to get the, uh, the champs, the audience, really hyped up and uh, excited about finances. Yeah, absolutely, man. And, and the problem is, is that so many of these these podcasts out there are so dry and boring, but um, hope nobody gets offended at all by the fact that I'm going to be cussing through this thing, getting emotional through this thing, and just really trying to get through the importance of how important financial education is and how many of you guys probably wish we had it when we were younger, because I know I did. So... Absolutely. I, I can completely agree with you on that. Uh, and obviously, I don't think there's any financial podcast out there that like the cuss. But um, we're all about fun here. And uh, obviously, two vets. So that just adds a little extra spice to the chili, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I'm, I'm stoked, man. I'm stoked. We've, we've been wanting to get on this for a while. and We're, we're here. First episode of many. Um, so I'm super excited. So I think today we got we got a really good, but I just want to let everybody know a little bit about myself and and then like obviously for you as well. First topic a little bit, man, and uh, so so everybody knows about me. Um, I'm I've been in the Marines for about 14 years. Um, been helping families out with with financial education, setting them setting them up for success for about a year now. Uh, definitely going to be the transitionary job getting into it. Two beautiful daughters, one's 14, one is two, about to be three. Both of them are going on 21 with their attitude, though. Uh, ultimately, man, like, they, they are growing up way too quick. And my goal is to make sure that they are set up for success, and I want everybody else else's kids to be set up for success, and that's why I'm so happy to be here and doing this with events. Um, so what do I do for fun? Well, honestly, it's literally, I'm a workaholic. I can't sit down, I can't sit still, I have to be able to do something. This is just another thing added to the plate, which I'm super grateful for. And ultimately, the why I'm doing this, again, is just to help out all those families. Um, we, we, we have a great option here that we do that really goes out and talks to people and, what they, what, and how to get better with their finances, whether it's us helping them personally or them just listening to the podcast and putting stuff into perspective. Because ultimately, I've been through financial struggles in my past, and if I knew some of the stuff that I know now, Shoot, I'd be completely different. My whole future would be completely. I may not even be in the Marine Corps. Easy ass job. Like they just tell me what to do. There's orders there. Like shit. <laughs> but at the same time, it's not about when. It's not about when you start. It's how you finish. So that's that's my why right there. About yourself. Right on. I definitely dig it. I'm uh, a little bit about myself as well. Uh, got a beautiful wife i have a handsome son of two years old and um that's that's my little family i got to take care of now um coming from my background or my my occupation i guess you could say i do work in a factory setting as well as finances on the side um, i truly enjoy finances just talking about it looking up new ways to manage money it's just it's been a passion ever since I had to get out of my struggles, like you said. Uh, things I do for fun, I mean, <laughs> finances. 
that's uh that's all i can really come up with man but um i know i really do like to uh do outdoor stuff i like to go out and swim i like to go hike i like to do anything you can do in florida i guess there's not really much hiking here so i guess swimming and, and walking so um my why is pretty much i want to help out as many people as i can out there whether it's on at my personal job or it's on here on our podcast to help out uh with awareness on on uh just finances how to manage your finances different ways to get to where you want to be you know with retirement if you want to get to a position where uh i don't know you want to get out of debt whatever it may be we have the answers here so that's that's why i'm doing what i am and uh, I, I truly enjoy it that's awesome man that's awesome like i'm so I, I can't get over how excited i am to get this thing rolling man and and to help as many families as, as we possibly can it's it's really the main purpose that we're here then to entertain and bring some laughter along the way um but ultimately first topic that we have here is the most important one of them all and that's the important importance of financial literacy and the importance of financial education I mean, if you were to ask like the average average American when the last time they had a financial education was in high school, I bet you like nine, one out of 100 would say they had, they had financial education in school. The other 99, no, not at all. And that's a problem. That, that is 100% a problem in today's age. I mean, if we put an awkward pause right here in the podcast and I, I ask whoever's listening right now, well, did you have a financial education in high school? I bet you there's an awkward silence in the car or on the headphones or whatever the case may be as well. The most we've ever learned is about economics about the, the country. And as we know right now, the economics for the country is not that great. So that that's my personal thing on that one, man, because ultimately, if we can get all this education out there, then a, a lot of Americans are going to be a lot better off. And... I mean, honestly, like I've honestly struggled in, after high school as well. The mo most I knew how to do, and most people don't even know what a checkbook is nowadays for people just getting out of high school. You got me beat, Oscar, because I didn't <laughs> know how to. <laughs> I didn't know how to do that when I got out of high school. I'll tell you yeah, that exactly. But the, the only reason I knew that was because my mom. My mom taught me that. You know, like it wasn't the schools that taught me any of that kind of thing. You know, and if. I mean, the statistics are sad if we really want to get down to it. Like, as of last, as of last, states are finally requiring to do financial education class. 25 out of 50. And how many of those schools in, that states are, in the states are actually doing that, do you think? Not <laughs> no. enough. Yeah. Like, maybe like one or two out of that state are actually doing it, the ones that actually get the extra funding and things like that. But in all reality, the 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 people that are listening to us right now did not get that in school period and it's fucking sad i mean especially when you're looking at the unemployment Absolutely. rate like of last year 14 percent all like participation rate is a 61.7 in 2021 it's absolutely ridiculous where we're going with this kind of stuff man and just so everybody knows my struggles i talked about my daughters earlier but my wife uh had cancer was diagnosed with cancer 10 years ago luckily that i was in the marine corps because most of the medical bills were covered uh, but traveling back and forth, 
because that's the kind of person I am is I wanted to make sure my wife had actual decent care and was well taken care of. The travel wasn't wasn't there. They don't they don't pay for the travel going back and forth. The problem comes down is that my emergency fund was completely taken away. And when we look at how many people struggled when COVID hit, like the layoffs and things like that, we realize that a very few amount of people actually have an emergency fund. I think it's like in the 70 percentile that people don't have uh, an emer- over $600 saved as an emergency fund. I, I didn't, I definitely didn't after a certain amount of time driving back and forth, that emergency fund went like <laughs> gas, hotels, all that fun stuff. It was expensive. But the fact that people can't even afford a water heat if it goes out or can't afford bills and things for at least a month if they, lo- if they lose their job, that comes down to the financial education problem. I mean, if I if I didn't if that stuff didn't happen to my wife, then I'd be okay. I would have been okay. But at the same time, you cannot plan for those things. Like you never plan for somebody to get cancer. You never plan for your water heater to go out. You never plan for any of those things. That's why it's called an emergency fund. But we're so but we a lot of Americans don't get paid enough. They don't really know their worth, and they don't save accordingly. And it's not about investments. It's not about putting your money into stocks. It's not about putting your money into crypto. It's literally about managing your money and making sure you have enough space. And unfortunately, people just don't do that enough. Uh, yeah, I, I love that you touched on that. I love that you touched on that because uh, a lot of people, at least around my age, I'm, I'm 26 years old, and um, you have a lot more risk takers my age. So typically, they don't have an emergency fund uh, in place, they maybe have a few hundred dollars, a few thousand, whatever it may be, but majority of their money is tied up in the market, whether it's crypto or stocks or uh, just whatever. It's it's not the safest place, especially nowadays with how the market's been going. Uh, it's it's essential to have an emergency fund, whether it's one month to at least maybe three to six months. You know, you you never really know how long you're going to be out of work. Like a good example for right now with me is I, I caught COVID. I'm out of work two weeks. I don't even have that. We don't get paid anymore for that. So thank God I have an emergency fund that can cover those two weeks of, of work that I'm missing out on. Now, for people that may not have an emergency fund, they'd be screwed. They, mm-hmm. They'd be absolutely fucked because they literally don't have the money to survive. So... I am really glad that you touched up on that because it is very important. And uh, people nowadays just really don't see the potential in it or they just don't have their eyes open to it. They just care about making quick money. It's all quick money from uh, crypto mainly. So, yeah. yeah. I said that, man. It's it's absolutely nuts. Um, But even if we go back to financial education in high school, Right. Having that just having that financial education in general, besides somebody that's on social media, that that one influencer that takes a picture in front of a mansion that ain't even his type thing. Right. Ultimately. If we had that education, then we would know that you would put a certain percentage of your check towards a savings account in case of emergencies. You would have you would know to put like a smaller percentage towards anything right to whatever you want 
like you want to put it towards Bitcoin at 60,000, like, like an idiot, then go for it. Cause I know there's a lot of people that did that. Oh, Bitcoin's on a, on a freaking bull run. Let's, let's throw all my money in this shit. No fucking idiot. Like then you need to put like only like 5% of your money towards that, but people don't have that education. And that's the sad part. And I didn't up until, I don't know, like five years ago when I finally got all my stuff together and I'm about to be 35 because I was, I was, I stayed on that train of wanting to get rich quick, but it's not a healthy way of doing it. And when you do finally get, you finally become finally financially independent, then you, you blow it all away. Like, do you know what the average is for people that have that went the lottery? How, how quick it is till they're broke. I'd say it's probably one to two years. Yeah, it's like one, two, maybe three years tops. That's a lot of millions, man. How do you, how are you that broke in like two to three years? It's because they never had it and they didn't know what to do with their money. And then they didn't know to put it into some kind of retirement account or some, some way that's going to grow over time. So that way they can live off of 10% of those millions every year. It's a lot of and, Lambos. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I enjoy it. I'm not about to buy 10 Lambos with a few hundred bucks. My kids are going to get set up. My, my retirement is going to be good. Hell, I'm going to travel at work because y'all already heard that I'm a workaholic. I fucking love working. It's a problem. I think I need to go to therapy type problem. But I can't sit still, <laughs> man. Everybody always talks about the new thing on Netflix, and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> so, or these binge watchings and things like that. It's like, if, if people actually took the extra time to actually like educate themselves or at least work towards something else, then ultimately they would be able to do all these things after they retire. And I'm, I'm way too hungry in order to just sit down on my ass and do nothing. I can't, but that's why I'm excited to that. be. Yeah. And that's why I'm, Super glad to be here to maybe put a fire into somebody's ass on top of giving a minute an education on this stuff. But here's my advice to everybody on the, the emergency fund in particular. I know it's hard with the way that inflation is right now. I mean, hell, last year it was like seven, a little over 7%. And nobody got a real pay raise above like 25 cents. That's not enough to cover it. I got it. Live below, live below your means, first off. That's a huge one. You have to be able to do that. Now, what you do with that is up to you, whether that's getting rid of something, whether it's downsizing in a, in a place to live, whatever the case is. But you want to take at least like 10 to 15% of your paycheck and put it towards an emergency fund until you have that three to six months saved up. Not of bills, but of your income. So that way, if you do get laid off or you do lose your job or that company was fucking corrupt and went under, whatever the case may be, because we see that shit in the news. That way that if that does happen, you have a buffer there to still take care of your family. And now you're a full time job seeker and not having to worry about working side jobs in order to make sure that your house doesn't get taken away or you have enough money for gas. You have enough money for your kids. You have enough money for everything. But tech put, just putting 10 to 15% towards a savings account will ultimately do that. And if you can't do 10, 15, 10 to 15%, put 25 to 50 bucks away every paycheck. Learn to, learn to save. It's an actual muscle in your brain to save. Even if you can only save like 50 cents a paycheck, put that shit into a savings account because you're going to learn how to save. So that way, when you do start 
finding opportunities and becoming more financially independent, then you can 100% learn how to save and not buy 30 fucking Lambos when you win the lottery. Right? <laughs> I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, I like that you said that you need to put it into a savings account because that is important. You want to make sure that your emergency fund is, uh, is it's all liquid assets because that is the last thing you want is to put all your emergency fund into maybe like an ETF or something like that where it's not all liquid. Uh, and God forbid, you know, the, the market were to tank and your money's 50% down. You want to make sure that your money's in a savings account or honestly, I would probably recommend a high yield savings account. That way you get maybe just a tad bit more percentage in, uh, in, in growth. Mm -hmm. Now, um, yeah, savings account is absolutely the place where you want to put your funds into because I mean, it's FDIC, FDIC insured up to $250,000. And I would really hope you don't have 250 grand saved up into a savings account because then you're kind of overfunding that and not really doing anything with that money because then it's not even outpacing inflation. You got like you were saying inflation's 7% last year. If you have an account that's doing 0.25%, if that you're losing six and a six and three quarters of a percent in your money. Mm -hmm. So there is a time and place for all of it, of course. Now, Absolutely. savings account, like you were saying, three to six months. That's all you need. That's all you need in a savings account. Otherwise, the rest of that money you can diversify, which we'll kind of go on later on throughout our episodes. We'll talk about good places to, to put those funds in. We've mm -hmm. got a good few episodes uh, planned out for... Uh, good ways to retire and, and good places to invest your money in all of that. So stay tuned for that. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Uh, emergency fund is, is completely necessary for, for just potential, uh, issues. I don't want COVID again. We, we don't want to go through that again. So it's, it's, it's necessary. Yeah. Can't or, stress or, it enough. Or world war three right now, apparently. Uh, <laughs> A two-week-long World War Three is what it's probably going to be, but um, no, you're absolutely right, man. Because the the first actual step towards being financially free is to have that savings for your emergencies. Because when when we're talking about education and things like that, like it's super easy to learn about the next best credit card, which is what we put all our money on when we have an emergency. But if we have that three to six months saved up and we do have that emergency, we don't have to worry about swiping that credit card and creating more debt. Because ultimately emergencies are gonna fucking happen. If you're a homeowner, those things are gonna happen all the time when you least expect it, and you're gonna need those extra funds to take care of that. Or maybe you just totaled your car and you only had liability. I've, I've been there, that, I was 24 years old, completely totaled my car, did not, I did not have anything besides liability because I was a cheap ass and it was like 20 bucks a month. I used to pay like the six month like premium on that shit and call it good. Right? Young and dumb, not fully educated on that shit. But I'm not going to dive too far into the other accounts because y'all will have to keep on listening to this podcast in order to hear about some of those because there's a lot of things out there that I wish I knew when my, when my, my oldest daughter is 14. And I wish I knew about some of these things for her back in the day. And she's going to know literally everything that I know by the time she's 18, because all super important. So stay, 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 uh, 
stay in touch and stay on, in tune and keep on listening to this podcast because we got a lot of great things coming. But build that emergency fund. That is step number one to financial education, period. Because if you don't, everything else is going to go to shit. For lack of a better way to put it, everything else will go to shit. Because guess what happens when you get three to six months saved up? That 25 cents that you saved or that 10 to 15 percent of your check can now go towards a different type of account because you are already set for three to six months. I would still put another savings account together, maybe for something else, maybe for like a vacation. Maybe you want to do that. That's fine, too. But ultimately, like get, get that shit set up first, first and foremost, before like start paying off your debt, start and start building up an emergency fund at the same time. Because ultimately, that's going to even out. Think of it as like a seesaw. Anybody, are those things even exist anymore? I barely even see them at the playgrounds anymore. But <laughs> I can confirm they still do exist. All right, cool. Maybe I'm just going to the wrong ones. Who fucking knows? Uh, but think of it as like a seesaw, right? Like right now, like if you have a bunch of credit card debt, once it's all the way up, right? Now. As you start paying, as you start paying off your debt and you start putting money into an emergency account, it's going to start evening it out, right? So now, now you're both at the same weight. Now, as your emergency, it's all the way down, and you keep on going. So, ultimately, like you've heard about some of, some of our struggles in the past. Like, I was definitely in a rough spot up until about five years ago with with the traveling around, with. Uh, my emergency fund going away, started going into credit cards, things like that. I was in a real hurt, I was in a real hurt locker and it definitely sucks. And I know exactly how everybody's feeling. What are some struggles that you guys have gone through that ultimately you, you saw no way through, you saw no light at the end of the tunnel that you got through, or maybe you're there right now and you want to learn about some ways to even get, get past that. Ultimately you, we're here to help you guys out. We're here to make sure that you guys know that you guys are not alone in any of this situation. And there are, is always a light at the end of the tunnel. So think about, think about it yourself. What are some things that you wanted, that you need to help on, that you want to work on, that you really want to push forward with and let us know. We can't, we can't help if, if we don't know, we can't give out that information if we don't know. And uh, just to piggyback on that, a good way to reach out to us is on uh, on Instagram. You can go ahead and uh, look us up with Flannels and Finances, and um, we will absolutely answer any questions that you guys have. Um, another good key point, now I know we've been kind of striking pretty hard on um, saving up for an emergency fund. Now, if you're like me and didn't really necessarily know how to save up money because you love to spend it, you're not really too familiar on uh, your cash flow, uh, I would highly suggest to look into creating a budget or at least just downloading an app like maybe Truebill. Something that just brings awareness as to how much money you have coming in and how much money you have going out. Because if you can eliminate some of that extra money that you don't have to spend, that money can go straight into the emergency fund. That is a good way to, to just bring awareness as to how much of that extra money can become cash flow because that was honestly one of my struggles i had subscriptions that i couldn't even remember that i signed up for so when you see that kind of stuff you go ahead call them cancel whatever you got to do that's an extra 50 bucks maybe 
extra 15, extra 20 bucks a month, just throw that straight into your emergency fund. There you go. That's extra money you didn't even know you had. Yeah, absolutely. Mint, excuse me, Mint is another good one as well. Mint is a great one because um, it'll literally categorize it for you. So if you're swiping your if you're swiping your card too much at the liquor store, it'll let you know that you're swiping it too much at the liquor store. Um, we we were actually helping out a client one time and she she spent like two hundred dollars on Candy Crush because you know an extra life is like a, a dollar or a dollar ninety nine or something. She just kept on clicking extra lives. That level was that important, but she didn't realize that it was like two hundred bucks a month that was going towards that. So just some things to think about on that one. And again, definitely look us up on Instagram. Um, message us. We'll, we'll be glad to answer any questions that you guys have, help point you in the right direction, and just take care of you guys. So back to some of this, man. Like in between January 2020 and April 2020, there was 22 million jobs that disappeared with COVID. Can that you is imagine? Standing a number. Can you imagine? You know how many 22 million jobs are? Or how much that is? How, how, how huge of a number that is for jobs? I mean, imagine how many people went homeless or just had to. I, I know there were a lot of, a lot of, uh, rules put into place, I guess you could say, to help with uh, foreclosures and whatnot. But imagine how many of them are going to foreclose this coming year, or this year in general. And that's 22 million jobs. I don't know how many of them went back to work. However, we do we do know how many were on unemployment, right? There's a lot of people it's on insane. unemployment. Unemployment's oh, definitely, I mean, look, if you got to do it, you got to do it. However... You do have a lot of those people that are still living under or on unemployment because they're comfortable. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be comfortable living on unemployment. It's just not right. You're, you're draining the funds from from our government, really, from the taxpayers. And, and on the other side of that, too, though, is it's like, what was the real incentive to go back? Like when there's like a $600 boost on top of your unemployment every week. Like that that's a huge amount of money like they're they're paying out more than like the 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 federal minimum wage for unemployment like that's absolutely nuts like I, I don't understand that that aspect of it but like at the same time like those 22 million jobs i'd probably venture to say that anywhere from like 50 to 75 percent of those this is not like factual but i'm getting this a guesstimate based off of what the people that i've talked to and helped 50 to 75% of that were relying on those stimmy checks. 100% relying on those stimulus checks because you see it all over social media. Like, hey, one of these, one of these stimmy checks coming, or I'm about to buy a zebra with these stimmy checks, right? Those are the ones that are unemployed with a $600 boost, right? Getting the stimmy check on top of it, right? Like, it's it's absolutely insane, man. And the problem is, is that. I mean, the good part for me is that I'm active duty military. Bother me any because I still get paid on the first and the fifteenth. But everybody else that was really struggling that rely on going to work every day, it's too because people just got straight laid off due to the rules and regulations coming through. And 
some of those jobs are pretty crappy. I wouldn't really want to deal with any of that crap going back. If I can just get unemployment, I could just do this and that. But you're absolutely right. People get way too uh, complacent with that, for lack of a better term. And they really just want to live off of that. But they're not doing anything to like actual financial freedom. Like unemployment is temporary. Got it. Like usually it's six months, but like people were on that shit for like a year or so due to the current circumstances. But if you're getting that much money and you're not putting anything towards like or or helping other people out or wh whatever, like go down the list. What are you doing? Why are you wasting your life? Why are you like just not doing anything in general? Online businesses shot up because of that kind of stuff because nobody wanted to do anything. Everybody was stuck in their house. No, I, I hated wearing a mask. So like, I never went out anyway if I didn't have to. Let's get lord those masks are fucking pain in my ass. I always forget <laughs> it too. Like I'm, I'm that name that walks into the store or walks towards the store and says, "Fuck, I forgot my mask," and then walk back to the car and just go home because I don't fucking <laughs> want to go all the way back to the store. Like I'm that guy. But ultimately, like it's it's definitely a rough situation. It was definitely a rough situation, man. Because how in the hell do you expect anybody to go back to shitty work environments if they do that? But on the other side of that playing devil's advocate a little bit, why the hell did you not take advantage of that time frame and make or create a business? You got plenty of time to sit on your ass. Yeah, was that, absolutely. Yeah, like e-commerce, like something like that. Like, absolutely. And why the fuck did you not take advantage of that shit? Shit, if I, if I got paid the same, actually, if I got paid more than I do now to sit on my fucking ass, I would have like four businesses right now. Like, fuck out of here with you. You're about to get me fired up, man. Like, fuck this. Like, now, you know you know what people <laughs> should have taken advantage of was the market. Dude, I actually had a buddy that, that took advantage of that. Uh, he, uh, yeah, he uh, he had 70K saved up. And he saw that the, his, he has a buddy that's a, that's a, has a Series 6, Series 7 license. And... Uh, saw that this shit was about to crash, like, which isn't that hard to see that when something like this happens, the market is naturally going to go down. So he bought it close to the bottom, not the very bottom, because not even Warren Buffett buys all the way at the very bottom. Put 70K in that shit. A year later, that thing's worth 500000 Now, what are you though, a little bit of everything, like the whole market was down. So he diversified. He did a good job there. But really, like, he reached out to me and he was like, right, so it's not really moving as much anymore. I was like, right, because it's back to normal. Like the, on, a, on an annual basis, the stock market, unless it's like crazy shit happening, moves about 10, 12% every year. He was like, yeah, but I don't see it stay going up any much. I was like, yeah, man, it's, a ma it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when that shit goes down hard. The bubble's about to pop. And so we were able to help him out and putting it in, put it like slowly transferring that, that stuff out, actually avoiding taxes and things like that. And um, legally, well, let me backtrack, legally avoiding taxes. Let me just put that disclaimer in there before y'all go crazy. Uh, legally avoiding taxes. And then also like some of the uh, FIAs that we put it in, the fixed annual annuities was ultimately uh, the bonus that they add on there like took away the 25 percent that he had for capital gains tax so but yeah th that's an actual great point like people should have taken advantage of that shit as well 
It's pretty but, impressive numbers. Yeah, can't complain. So, but yeah, man, there's a, there's a lot of shit that goes on, and and that's why I'm super excited about this about this podcast, man. And I know you are too. Um, just so you guys know, we're in completely different states, um, but we work together. We're we're in the same same business. Um, we're both not in the Marines, but only one of us could be awesome. I'm just kidding, like wow yeah let's go with that <laughs> i'm just kidding no we're, we're both in the same business of, of helping families and ultimately i'm super excited about this because it doesn't matter where you are in the world you can always make sure that you are doing something to help people provide service to people make yourself a better person make your family better make make your friends stronger and ultimately just grow that that's what I love doing. So, and I'm trying to bring as many people along with me as possible. And I know fences as well. So that's about all I got for right now, brother. Absolutely. Yeah. We're in the business for growing bank accounts and growing people. Mm-hmm. I like it. So yeah, uh, I guess that can, that, that wraps up our, our episode today. Uh, I know it's really just an introduction touched up a little bit on a, you know your emergency fund because that's that's important that's probably a good first step and just being aware of uh your your funds your cash flow and um yeah that's that's pretty good way to start out and i uh, just wanted to say thank you oscar for hopping on and and mm-hmm. doing this podcast with me uh obviously yeah. this is going to be uh it's a great future for us as well as for for our audience for what you call it your uh the warriors or the the champs the champs out there yeah i think that, that's gonna that's gonna be y'all's call, call sign for those of y'all listening y'all are the champs like no matter what anybody says you are champs because you're actually listening and you're actually trying to better yourself so can only be one champ here though yeah you're right you're, you're talking to them you got one champ and one chump <laughs> bud <laughs> yeah yeah man. So all right like, yeah. let, so i, I want to thank everybody too man this is an awesome opportunity uh let definitely let us know what struggles you're going through or what struggles you've had. Um, and definitely, definitely, definitely make sure you share this to everybody that, you know, share the shit out of it, because that's the only way that this is going to, going to reach people that need to hear some stuff like this. So share the shit out of it. Follow us on Instagram at finals, finals and finances, and definitely reach out to us if you guys need anything. And let us know if you absolutely uh, have any requests on what you want to hear about. If you want to talk about certain things in the future, we do plan on having live broadcasts where we can bring some some guest speakers and um, have them ask questions live so that way we can answer them straight up. Um, But again, we wanted to thank all of you champs uh, for hopping on today. And before we do hop off, I just want to ask one more question for all of you guys to kind of have a little cliffhanger. Uh, just think about one struggle that you have with your finances as of right now. I want you to write it down. If you have, if, if you're not driving, if you're driving, then just, you're going to have to suck it up guys. <laughs> you're going to have to suck it up, man. Just, uh, think of that one thing that you're struggling with and figure out a way to improve it. And if you don't know, reach out to us. We'll, we'll give you a word of advice. Of course, none of this is financial advice. We're just... We just have a passion for for speaking about this and helping people out. So, yeah, write down that one question you have or that that one struggle you have, and uh, 
figure out a way to fix it. Mm, preach. But yeah, share the shit out of this, and uh, we're excited to talk to you guys again, and uh, thank you guys for uh, listening. Peace out, guys.